You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The kick and the pitch. Swing and a miss, another elevated fastball. That one at 99. Keep climbing the ladder. A couple of ways you can go. The one's a little more risky with the runner on third. You try to bounce it. Mathis at third, the tying run. Go ahead, run Santana. Excellent speed at second. Here's the one two. That is on the inside corner for strike three. A 100 mile an hour fastball for Cole. And the inning is over. 12 strikeouts for Garrett Cole. Rangers strand a pair. We go to the bottom of the six. Astros two, Rangers one. A one. Breaking ball, next drill deep to left field, going back to looking up, see you later! Grand slam for Alepis Diaz! And the Astros lead is 6-1! to one. Well, you're talking about a hanging breaking ball. Diaz takes advantage with an electrifying shot to left field. Gomez delivers. This pitch is slammed to right field, but right at Pitts, and he can't catch it! It bounced right in front of him, the Astros will score two! Two-run single by Torinos. Garrett Cole started. He was magnificent. A lot of runs. Struck out 12 over six innings. Did not walk anyone. Now it's James. Two and two, the count to Gallo. Astros will put four infielders to the right of second. Pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Got him on a nasty slider. Wow. Tell you, I'm not so sure he hasn't changed his slider grip because the last two games has been noticeably sharper for James. Yeah, we're going to have to get to the bottom of that. That slider, my goodness. Fans get to their feet. Rangers down to their final strike. 2-2. Two, two. Swing and a miss. Got him on a fastball inside. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros pour it on late as they defeat the Texas Rangers 11-4. 18 strikeouts for Astros pitchers in this one. A dominating performance by the pitchers, including the, the dozen by Cole in his six innings of work. He set the toe. All right, let's go down to the Astros dugout where we're joined by the man who finished this game off, right-hander Josh James. And four strikeouts in the last two innings. And James, Steve and I noticed from the booth your slider looks a lot sharper. Is that something you've been working on lately? Yeah, um, I was even working on it in spring. Um, it's been a uh, it's been a work in progress. So it's good to see all that hard work kind of pay off. Well, what's going on with it? Do you, do you tweak the grip at all? Because the last two games, I feel like it's sharper these last two games than it has been even earlier in the season. What do you think? Yeah, um, it's, I didn't change anything. Um, Strami kind of just pulled me to the side one day and told me, hey, man, you got, you know, you got good stuff. Just throw, throw your power stuff through the zone, grip it and rip it, you know. So yep. I've just been doing that, and, I mean, it's, it's, it's really been, it's come a long way. And, I mean, how about the, the pitching performance, not just by you, but by Garrett Cole, Chris Davinsky, Hector Rondon. I mean, the, all the strikeouts tonight against a, a Rangers lineup that puts up some really good at-bats. Yeah. Oh, man, let me tell you, the, the bullpen, the starters, I mean, all of us have really been um, – you know, really, 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 really good. So um, I, I know we're going to keep it up. So um, it's really fun to watch, and, you know, to be a part of. All right, Josh James, thanks for joining us. Congrats. Thanks, guys. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. 
our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros wrap up their four-game series with the Texas Rangers. This is the conclusion of a seven-game homestand over which the Astros have gone 5-1 and one after taking the first three games from the Rangers, including an 11-4 win yesterday. Michael Brantley, a home run, scored three times, had two hits. Garrett Cole struck out 12 over six innings as the Astros have won four in a row and seven of their last eight. Rangers have dropped three straight and four of their last five. Astros 25-15, and 15, first in the AOS, five and a half games ahead of the Angels and six and a half games ahead of the Rangers who are tied with the A's for last in the division with a record of 17 and 20. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, an exciting day for Corbin Martin and the Astros as Martin, native of Hempstead, Texas, making his big league debut. You know what? I love debuts, especially when it's with a, a really talented pitcher. We saw a lot of Corbin Martin uh, during spring training, and the mound presence is what struck out uh, a little bit more than anything else. He's just one of those pitchers who stays within himself. He's very athletic and has four-plus offerings in his arsenal and, and you know when you have plus pitches and you have the ability to throw about 95 miles per hour you got a great chance adrian sampson getting the ball for the rangers started off in, in long relief for the rangers and because the rangers have struggled to get depth from their starters wound up having some some pretty long relief outings but now in the rotation right. and has struggled since moving to the rotation well he's still looking for his first win as you mentioned but the astros saw him in a relief appearance early in the season and he dominated the Astros, got the loss in that game, but only gave up one run and almost six innings pitched. So uh, they know what he throws. He's a, he's a ground ball pitcher. He's got a sinker and a slider, and the slider's pretty sharp. Uh, so you're going to have to be pretty selective, maybe, maybe pick one side of the plate uh, in the first couple of innings. Case of the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the key for today is make sure you call your mother happy mother's day that is the key isn't it that is that, that should is, be the key every every other day or every week at least right at least at least yeah and i think you know you look at today's game and it'll be interesting to watch martin corbin martin in his big league debut kind of how he comes out there's going to be some adrenaline right you're going to be amped mm -hmm. up to make your big league debut it'll be interesting to see how he channels that and how the game progresses yeah you know i think that's one reason why the astros brought, brought up morton to to come out here and remember he pitched one of the exhibition games before the season started right. so he's he's got the feel of what the what it's going to look like out there what the backdrops feels like and and things like that. He's one of six siblings, so he's going to have a huge, probably contingent at the ballpark. And and growing up a fan of the Houston Astros, I can't even imagine what it's like to go out there and pitch for your hometown team. But uh, he's talented. There's a reason why he was a second rounder. Coming up next, we'll be joined as we are every Sunday by Jeff Luno, the Astros president of baseball operations and general manager. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that good Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. And welcome back to Minute Maid Park. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined by Astros President of Baseball Operations and General Manager Jeff Lono before the Astros wrap up this four-game series uh, against the 
Texas Rangers. And uh, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And uh, I know your mom, a big part of your life, obviously. And your wife, Gina, lots of sacrifices for your family so that so that you can do this job. Mom, such a such a, a big part of our lives and so important. It's so true. And anybody in baseball has their mom to thank for taking them to Little League, taking them to practice, you know, making their meals, all that sort of stuff. And then we also have our wives who are our mothers as well to thank for supporting us because these jobs take us away from home a lot so we rely on having spouses and mothers around that can take care of the family. Jeff, you know whose mom I'm grateful for? Yours. Corbin Martin. Corbin Martin, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, you guys call up Corbin Martin. He's going in the rotation today. His mom's going to be super happy. What, what do you like about Corbin? She's going to be great. Well, first of all, this year, the Pacific Coast League, AAA in general, has been a really tough league for pitchers. Yeah. yeah. And you look at the ERAs of the rest of our pitching staff in AAA, and it's not pretty, but Corbin Martin has been dominating AAA in a year where it's very hard to dominate that league. You know, he's only going to be, I think, the fifth player from the draft to get to the big leagues uh, from that year's draft. Yep. And he deserves it. He was a good college pitcher at Texas A&M. Mike Elias in the scouting department did a great job of identifying him as a guy that we thought could start and be a starter in the big leagues. And he's pushed himself. He's really worked hard. He's kept his head down. He's been communicating with a couple guys on our team throughout the year. And he was surprised yesterday when we called him. Really? He d definitely was, but in a good way. Because uh, he wasn't worried about when he was going to get here. His attitude was, when they need me, they'll call me. And that happened to be yesterday. How do I get better? Um, talking about the inflated numbers, pitchers down there in AAA, would you attribute that partly to the baseballs that they're I do using? think so, yeah. If you look at uh, difference between this year and last year, it's about a whole run in ERA higher for the pitchers. and. Uh -huh has to be the only big variable that changes they're now using the major league baseballs but pcl in general is difficult because a lot of those ballparks are are tough uh for pitchers but um and the hitters are, are getting better and better i think we've seen an adjustment where the pitchers benefited from the technology and the track man and all that and now the hitters are starting to make the adjustments and they're using the technology and the information to do the right thing. So I think we're seeing a little bit of that counterbalance. Now, Corbin Martin, he hasn't thrown more than 90 pitches in a game so far this year. And, of course, early in the year, kind of back off a little bit, some tandem starts, has a one appearance out of the bullpen. Is that kind of one of the downsides, if you will, of, of having that tandem at the upper levels is that, you know, especially early in the year when you call someone up to start, they may not be as stretched out as, as some of the other guys that you have? It's possibly a downside, but I really think of it as, as a benefit because, you know, maybe Corbin goes 85, 90, 95 pitches max today, but we've got McHugh, we've got Valdez, we've got other guys in the bullpen that can pick up those innings. And the reality is what we need Corbin Martin to be is really good in September and possibly October, and we don't want to use too many innings here in, in April, May. Um, so I think, I think it's going to be great. I hope he gets five innings today. 90 pitches would be amazing, two runs, and gets us the win. Jeff, as hitters try to counteract some of the things that the pitchers have learned, uh, starting to elevate some some pitches, and, and that was counter counter to what the hitters were doing. They were trying to launch the ball, so they were uppercutting, I guess, maybe a little bit, yeah. so there's more holes. What's the next What's the next chance? What are you guys experimenting with in the minor leagues to counter that? Well, I mean, I think it all comes down to knowing the person you're facing and what their tendencies are uh -huh. because the generic righty-lefty pull hitter, spray hitter, those things are good. But really, at the end of the day, we have so much information now that the pitcher can really look at each individual hitter and say, okay, I know what his swing plane is. I know what pitches he struggles with. I know what counts to get him in. And the same thing with the hitters. They now have a lot more information on the pitcher. So it really becomes an individualized, customized matchup. Okay. You know, Justin Verlander against Mike Trout, and Mike Trout knows how Justin's going to pitch him, and, and, and Verlander knows how Trout's expecting to be pitched. And so it becomes a cat and mouse game again, which is sort of like it was back in the – it always has been, but with all the information backing these guys up. Welcome back. Once again, joined 
by Jeff Luno before the Astros go for the sweep against the, the Texas Rangers. And obviously all the excitement about Car Corbin Martin uh, coming up to the big leagues and, and making his big league debut. That's the good news. Uh, the bad news, Jose Altuve going on to the injured list with the, the left hamstring injury coming out of the game uh, the other day. And uh, obviously some concern, but the hope is that he's back after the minimum 10 days. Yeah, I think he will be. I mean, it's a grade one strain, which normally would keep him out for three to four days, and then he'd sort of resume activity. But we find with these things, they tend to linger a little bit. And so we figured maybe we can get him back in seven days. But given the fact that he's been struggling at the plate and not feeling that comfortable anyway, giving him a 10-day break right now, early in the season, we've got a lead in our division. Everybody's playing well. It'll give Diaz a chance to get more playing time. Uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do for the team and for Jose. So hopefully it's just 10 days. He'll be eligible to be activated that second game against the White Sox back here at home. It's unfortunate he'll miss the Red Sox series up there, but I think we've got enough uh, damage guys that we'll be okay. Talking about damage, you, you mentioned Ledmez Diaz, and he's made 16 starts this year with 15 RBIs. Uh, he's making the most of his chances, and now to get him some more rhythm at the plate is going to be big for him. Yeah, it is, and, and comfortable defensively as well. You know, last night's hit was obviously big for him, but he's he's been pretty clutch for us. Like you said, he's been driving in runs, and yeah. uh, he's, you know, taking his role in stride. He knows that there's going to be times when he doesn't play for three or four days, but he's okay with that. I'm sure he's happy that he's going to be playing here over the next 10 days a lot more. Are you impressed that Diaz has embraced his role as well as he has? I mean, you traded for him. Yeah. He was a, a everyday player last few years with the, the Cardinals and the Blue Jays, and sometimes you don't always know how guys like that, especially someone still relatively young in his career like Diaz, are going to handle that. But are you surprised at how well he's, he's run with that role? I think it's easier for him because he's here and he knows that Altuve and Bregman and Correa are right. three of the best infielders in the game. And, uh, you know, I think he's happy just being on a team that he feels is going to be competitive. But his attitude has been terrific. And you know what I really love about him? You know, he grounds out to shortstop. He digs hard, mm -hmm. as hard as he can to make sure in case there's any slip-ups that he's going to be safe at first. He runs hard. He's actually a much better runner than, than a lot of people would yeah. think just looking yeah. at his body shape. But he's, he's, uh, he gives 100%, and that's all you can really ask for. So Diaz can cover Altuve for the time being. Who's the, the person in the minor leagues, whether it's double-A AA or triple-A, who might be the next infielder called up if there, there's another need arise? You know, we've had different guys. Uh, Degati has played really well down there. Uh, Tanalu had a great spring. You know, Miles Straw plays shortstop now. You're right. Yeah. That's, you know, one of the nice things about putting him in that spot because I think he could easily play second base as well. So I think those would be the guys. But the reality is we have so many infielders uh, with Diaz on the team and even Kemp can play second base that – I think the logical move would actually probably be to bring an outfielder here. We've got a lot of outfielders, you know, between Fisher and, and Jordan and, and um, Tucker and, and Miles Straw, guys that, that are pretty ready for the big leagues, would be on the big league team and a lot of other clubs. Another part of uh, all the, the machinations with uh, Martin coming up and Altuve going on the injured list, Colin McHugh, the one losing his spot in the rotation, going to the bullpen. Very good his first four starts of the season. Not so good his last four starts. What, what, what have you guys seen that, that, I, that you guys identified as maybe part of his struggles those last four times out? You know, it really has to, it all starts with the fastball for pitchers. And if you're not able to command the fastball and establish the fastball, it's going to be tough because, uh, you know, he's basically was a two-pitch pitcher in the rotation. And, and that's, you know, they're going to be able to, if your fastball's not being commanded, they're going to, he's going to know what's coming. And, you know, we really want him to get back to a three-pitch mix. Or if he's going to rely on two pitches, really, the bullpen's the right time to do that because you're not going to face the guys more than once. So Colin McHugh was so valuable as a reliever last year. And I think um, 
you know, we saw the little bit of the struggles the last few outs, outings. He may be back in the rotation later this, this summer, but for right now, we want to reestablish his confidence and his, his value and also just his, uh, his fastball so he can use that as a weapon. Lastly, Jeff, Joe Smith, relief pitcher. It looks like everything's going well with his Achilles uh, injury. Uh, when do you expect him back in the major leagues? You know, sometime in June is our expectation at this point. He is progressing. He's ahead of schedule. He feels great. Um, obviously, that's going to uh, put a, a question mark as to where he slots in right. and everything else. But that's a good problem to have because our bullpen has been very, very good. Our back end's been amazing. Our middle guys have done a good, nice job. And so it'll be a good problem to have when we when we get there. But Joe Smith is a quality major league reliever, and I can't wait to get him back. Jeff Luno, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy if we grind together we can take it back our team and our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS